Hello, Free Pod listeners. I'm Paulette Williams Thomas, and welcome to the February 8th, 2024 episode of Free Pod, a source for local news for everyone in the Freeport area. This short weekly podcast is brought to you by a large volunteer group dedicated to providing objective news specific to our community. Hello, everyone. I'm Pat Norman, and let's get started on the news you've been missing. We'll begin with street repairs. At the January 16th City Council meeting, City Manager Rob Boyer recommended approval of an intergovernmental agreement with Stevenson County. The agreement, which has been approved, will include $500,000 for the project from the county. Those dollars are part of non-allocated funds granted to the county as part of the American Rescue Plan Act, signed into law in March of 2021. This project will fund the complete mill and overlay of Locust Avenue from South Street to Lincoln Boulevard. The agreement states that the city would initially fund the project and then be reimbursed by the county. We will report on more street projects in future episodes of FreePod. Although it's officially still winter, it's never too early for pickleball. Pickleball is fast becoming one of the country's most popular games, and with Freeport temperatures firmly in the 40s or even higher for the near future, people may be itching to go outside and get active. For pickleball fans, that's great news since the pickleball courts at Crape Park are open for play as long as they are clear of ice and snow. If the 40s are still too cool for you, Fitness Lifestyles and the YMCA have inside courts to practice your pickleball prowess. The sport combines elements of tennis, badminton, and ping pong. Freeport resident and local pickleball fan Erin Dom says she enjoys the game and especially loves the people she spends time with on the court. Says Dom's, everyone is so nice and I have made many new friends through pickleball, but my mom is still my favorite partner. According to the Sports and Fitness Industry Association, the number of people playing pickleball grew to nearly 9 million in 2022, and its popularity continues to grow. It got its start in 1965, but only recently skyrocketed everywhere, including right here in Freeport. A little bit more about the Park District. Talking about nice weather and parks, patrons of Freeport's award-winning park system will see a number of exciting changes during 2024. In addition to the great pickleball courts at Crape Park, a new one-of-a-kind mini golf course will reopen there in late May. The course is called Wing It and will incorporate pollinator habitat, including one hole with a live plant arbor through which golfers will walk. Another is in the shape of a butterfly and yet another called the quarry hole. Also in Crate Park, plans are progressing for a paved multi-purpose trail linking the Yellow Creek Nature Path to Forest Road to the west. The path will follow the south bank of the creek with the design plans being finalized in May of this year. Golfers will appreciate the newly refreshed clubhouse at Park Hills, 
complete with a redesigned grill and kitchen space, along with a full bar and expanded food and drink offerings. In another update, 150 trees of various species will be planted in Taylor Park, Reed Park, and Crate Park as part of a grant from the Morton Arboretum in Lyle, a suburb of Chicago. Planting will be completed in the spring of 2025. Ron Snyder, executive director of the Freeport Park District, said, The Park Board of Commissioners and I are extremely excited about bringing these projects to residents and visitors during the 2024 season. Do you have outstanding library finds? All during February, the Freeport Public Library will accept donations of non-perishable food items as payment for overdue book fines. Each food item donated will result in a $1 reduction in late fees. This is an excellent opportunity to clear library fines while contributing to a worthy cause. All donations go to the Freeport Area Church Cooperative Food Pantry. Suggested items for donation include sauces, soups, beans, honey, peanut butter, juices, and fish packed in oil. The Freeport Area Church Cooperative Food Pantry serves individuals and families who are experiencing food insecurity. So don't miss out on the opportunity to give back to the community while cleaning up library fines. If you turn your books in on time, this is an opportunity for you too. Even if you don't have any pending overdue book fines, take a moment to scan your pantry and consider dropping off non-perishable food items at the library. The regional spelling bee is coming to Freeport. Even though it's still winter, a bee will be buzzing next week when the regional spelling bee takes place at 7 o'clock p.m. Tuesday, February 13th in the Highland Community College Student Conference Center, room H201. The event is free and open to the public. 24 students are competing in the spelling bee. Two each from 12 schools within Joe Davis, Stevenson, and Carroll Counties, which is the area covered by the Regional Office of Education. The winner will advance to Scripps National Spelling Bee in Washington, D.C. in May. That is one honey of a prize. The Regional Office of Education is seeking donations to help offset the cost of the trip to the National Spelling Bee for the winner and their family. Please contact Laura Heath at 815-599-1408 to donate. You may also find that number on the notes in this episode of FreePod. Good luck to all of the students participating in the Spelling Bee next Tuesday at Highland. February 17th marks one year since Gill's Freeport Disposal became Freeport's only residential trash pickup service. After a short adjustment period, service has been smooth except for harsh weather days, which required halting service and pushing it back one day. Gills also now operates the transfer station near the Stevenson County Fairgrounds. Gills drivers collect recycling items on routes every two weeks, and those items are taken for sorting at a different facility. A list of what can be recycled is at gills.com 
FreeportDisposal.com. Valentine's Day is next week. Are you one of those people standing in the crowded card aisle on February 13th looking at picked over Valentines? If so, consider this as your advanced notice. Valentine's Day is next week. Many shoppers prefer traditional red roses to profess their true love. And red roses are the best-selling Valentine's Day flowers. An estimated 250 million are grown every year just for this occasion. Local florists are preparing for the holiday with roses at the ready. Brooke Dininger at Dininger Floral in downtown Freeport says it is their biggest day of the year. With a dozen roses costing over $100, she says they will also sell a wide variety of arrangements that include roses and other flowers to accommodate any budget. Diningers, Country Girl Floral, and local grocery stores all offer an assortment of options. But if flowers aren't your thing, jewelry, chocolate, candy, or a romantic dinner are other top Valentine's Day gifts. Area retailers and restaurants are running specials for the holiday, so you still have plenty of time to find something perfect for someone special. The Freeport Community Concert Association is providing area residents with two opportunities to enjoy classical music at affordable prices. The first is Sunday, February 11th, when the group You and I will play violin and classical guitar. The second is scheduled for March 3rd, when the Senta Quartet will present classical saxophone selections. Marjorie Phillips, chairperson of the Community Concert Association, is excited to share this musical talent with her community. She says... I think people will really enjoy you and I at our first concert. You is South Korean and I, which is short for Inez, is German. Both are well-established in their own countries and have toured around the world. They have entertained many audiences throughout the U.S. and now they'll be making fans in Freeport. We are thrilled to bring them to our hometown. Tickets are $10 for each concert and students are invited to attend for free. Both performances are at 3 p.m. at the Masonic Temple in downtown Freeport. Mark your calendar for some great concerts on February 11th and March 3rd. To close on a historical note, we note that on Valentine's Day in 1855, Freeport was granted a charter of incorporation as a city by the Illinois General Assembly. Happy Valentine's Day, Freeport. Well, Paulette, it's time to close for this week. But we hope our listeners will tune in again next week for more information about Freeport businesses, city plans and progress, area rewards and recognitions, local impacts related to the state and national news, and much, much more. As we've said before, FreePod couldn't come to you without the help of many local supporters. And today we'd like to recognize State Bank in Freeport for helping us with our banking services and online donation capabilities. So thank you, State Bank. 
If you have story suggestions or would like to support FreePod, check out our website at www.freepod.org. Again, I'm Pat Norman here with Paulette Williams-Thomas, and we hope that you'll check back next week for more news you've been missing. Thank you for listening.